sits in season at home away from his kids. Nobody sees his wife struggling because her husband's down the road trying to get some extra income out preaching for people. Nobody sees these children that don't get to have their daddy at home with them every single night. They don't get to spend all the time with them. You need to be thankful tonight if you're called and you're put into a position of a raven and have the understanding the only thing the raven had to do for Elijah well, was to go and get bread and flesh and bring it back. Hey, man. You get to go home. Well, you get good to thought. enjoy time with your family. You get to enjoy time with your wife. You get to enjoy time with your kids. I'm here to tell you the man of God don't always get the opportunity. Elijah's got his uh, life he's having to dedicate to the Lord. And you don't find anything else in there but the service to the Lord. But you know what happens as Christians, as members, as faithful members, members of Stillwater, we get to go home. We get to be with our families. Right. We can enjoy these hobbies that our pastor, that his wife, they would love to have their husband at home. They would love to have their daddy at home all the time there with them. All the time and him not having to study. Him not having to labor. Daddy, I don't understand uh, why you're crying when these people won't even be faithful to church. I don't understand uh, why you're so heavy about somebody that's left the church a few years ago. Yep. Your family don't have to worry about that, but the man of God does. It's true. Be thankful for the position true. of the raven. I've got four points that I want to show you about the raven. And each one of them has got three subpoints in it. And I don't know that we'll get through everything tonight. But the first thing I'm going to show you is number one, is being a raven honors God. Yeah. It honors God. The first way that the raven honors God is he honors God with redemption. Does anybody off chance know the first mention in your Bible of the raven? Anybody at all? Old Testament is correct. Genesis. The first mention of the raven is in Genesis. When Noah used the raven yeah. to send it out of the ark to find dry land. Yeah. The raven did not return. Right. The raven fell the man of God. Yeah. In our text here, we see the raven is now being used faithfully and can be depended on. Well, number one, we see with the raven, there is redemption. I'm thankful today that I was in a place that I failed my former pastor, that I failed my former church, but God thought enough about me, not nothing that I've done because I'm blood washed and redeemed, because I believed in the gospel, because I believed in the death, burial, and the resurrection, that I could be made like his son. And I, although I failed him, I failed my pastor, I failed God, just like the raven, I had redemption. And that yep. is honorable to God. Don't think because you failed before that you can't be a worker now. Hey, Don't think man. because you failed once before in another church and you failed another pastor that you can't be consistent for this pastor that you can't be relied on that you can't be a resource it is not his responsibility to bear every bit of the burden it is not his responsibility to bear all the weight I understand we will not get to know the weight that he carries all the time we do not know his burden but it's a good opportunity for us to have an awareness of the burden he's carrying and to pray for him and to labor in our church and to labor for him all he completes completes in his ministry. Yep. He's working. Yes. Number two on why the raven honors God, it honors God as a resource. Yep. If you look in your text, the raven is constantly coming in and out. Right. And the Lord can depend on the raven as a resource. 
You know whenever you go and you clock into work and then you come in and tithe, you're being a resource to the man of God's ministry. That's that right. It's especially for us because our man of God depends on that bread and flesh, that money that comes in here. you yes, got to think that we got to have faith in God that He's going to provide us a job. we got to have faith in God to know that He's going to take care of us, but He's got to have faith in God and He's got to have faith in every one of us. Yep. You realize that if every one of us goes stupid tonight, if every one of us goes crazy, if we give in to the mental attacks of the devil, this world that brings and we get drugged out of here and we all quit, he's up the creek. Yep. He's depending on God. He's got faith in God, but he's got dependence and faith in you. Yep. you got to be aware of that. That's you right. are a resource. You're a resource with your time. You're a resource yep. with your money. Right. You're a resource just by showing up. Yep. Just by being faithful. You're doing a work in the man of God's ministry just by sitting on the front pew and sitting there being faithful service. Yes, service sir. Out, being faithful in Sunday school. Yep. Being faithful to show up and take out the trash. You have to realize that not everybody's Elijah. Not everybody's Elijah. Right. I'm here to tell you, if you really knew the life of Elijah and Elisha, if you really knew the it. burden of a pastor, you don't want that position. Nope. If you sit back and think about it long enough, you'll get off your high horse and realize, uh, I'll just be thankful being a raven. Lord, and this is my prayer. God, you help me be a raven. You help my wife be a raven. Yep. You help yep. my kids be a raven. How can we support the man of God? How can we invest in him? May not agree with everything. May not like everything, but it don't matter. He has been put here in this position. He's God called, and if you're God called to be in this church, you've got a responsibility. Yes. You've got a duty to do what you can right. to continue through Him. And it's not just because we're sowing in the Josh Griffith. No, we're being re we're being resources. We're being reliable to the Lord. We're fulfilling our purpose and our duty to the Lord, not a man. That's right. That is right. The third thing how it honors God is through its reliability. You'll see in the text that it didn't just, that the ravens just didn't bring him bread and flesh and, and that was it. In verse 6, the ravens brought him bread and flesh in the morning. Yes. And bread and flesh in the evening. Yes. You know what Elijah could do? Elijah could rely on God that through these ravens, he was going to be taken care of. Right. And there was reliability that the ravens would come not once a day. Right. But twice a day. Right. Yes, sir. Let's put it in the context like this. You show up evening. not only for Sunday school, but you show up for Sunday morning service. Yep. You show up for Sunday morning service, you show up for Sunday p.m. service. Right. Not only Sunday p.m. service, but you show up on Wednesday p.m. Sure. There is a reliability that you are in your yep. and in your position. It's good. Doctor and plate comes around Man, and not just once a month we'll throw a little change in there. Mm. We're gonna get quiet. Come on We're now. Come on. We all have to do our part. We are all charged. I need this church. Yep. What are you saying whenever you don't come in here, when you don't show up and you don't sit on the pew, service in and service out? What are you saying? What are you saying to your kids? Yep. What are you saying to your wife when you don't show up in here? Amen. What are you showing and saying to God when you won't put no money in the come offering on, That you will give the bare minimum of what's needed. It ain't got to be a lie. I'm not sitting here saying empty out your bank account. I know nope. there's some that hits zero at the end of the month. Yep. But if you would just be very faithful in what you're doing, your little bit, God would carry it a long way. Yep. I've messed up. I've done a lot of things wrong over the past year, but I have tried my best to be faithful to Him in my service yeah, and in my worship. And He has blessed me abundantly. Yeah, man. Fool to not see the 
things and the ways that God has moved in my life over the past year. Yeah, in man. Ashley's life and the kids' life. It's not glory to me. It's glory to God. That little bit of faithfulness, just a little bit Tell of faithfulness, even through my failures, even through my shortcomings, it would still bless and it would still move. Yeah. All we got to do is be a little bit faithful, be a little reliable, and he'll carry it a lot further than you think. Amen. Yeah, lot further than you'd ever think it could go. Yes, sir. I'm unworthy of it all. But he sees his son. Amen. He looks past who we are when you're saved. One of the things that helped me, Pastor, may have come from you, uh, is it's not like God's sitting there waiting for us to mess up just ready to chastise us. No, sir. He loves you. Yep. Yeah. But just like he said, salvation's God coming after man. Yep. Service is, is man going back after God for yep. what he's done. For yep. Him. Yep. And just a little bit of effort, just a little bit of reliability, just a little bit of being resourceful, he will bless you abundantly. Man. You know, there's days that I wake up, and I know we, we talked about this. We had everybody raise their hand. Have you been reading? Have you been praying every day? And I'm like, yeah, I've been trying to read. I've been trying to pray. You have to understand, there's days that sometimes the mental attacks in my mind are so bad, my prayer is simply this. Lord, help. Yep. Lord, help. Yep. I ain't got nothing else to say, but I don't have to. But no, sir. I've got a mediator that serves Man. for me, that prays for me when I don't know how to pray, yep. when I can't pray. But that little bit of faithfulness is all it takes is to say, Lord, help. I'll do better yes, tomorrow, sir. and I'll probably fail, but I want to do better yep. tomorrow. Yep. You want to read a verse, listen to some preaching online, listen to something on the podcast. Yep. It don't take much effort to think about these things sure don't. and to be able to be faithful to the Lord, to be reliable, to be a resource. It don't take much. No, sir. He blesses beyond it really don't. who we are. There's days I'll sit down and I'll get He's inside. He was one of them. I read for hours. Yep. That's the first time that's happened in months. Sure. Sometimes it's one verse. Yeah. Sometimes it's an audio book. Yeah. Sometimes it's, oh, I've got this verse in my heart and I'll put it back to the Lord. Mm -hmm. But it's just something. And, I, and please, don't misunderstand. I'm not putting emphasis on me. Right. I'm just saying what little bit. Yep. That's all it takes. It's And it's really not that hard. No, sir. Man. I know we, we make it harder than what it has to be. We try to make it out to be this big old thing. I've got to pray this way. I've got to read this way. I've got to forsake everything in my life. And I'm under, I understand there are some things we need to forsake, but I'm not saying you've got to completely give up all your hobbies. You've got to no, give up your job and you've got to read your Bible 24-7. you got to nope. pray 24-7. All you got to do is wake up in the morning and say, Lord, I thank you. God, I thank you for giving me bread. God, I thank you for giving me a wife. God, I thank you for giving me kids. Let me go in here and see what my daily verse is. And as we preach, whenever I first started preaching that sanctification, it's progressive. You're walking the Lord. Yep. It's progressive. You start out praying today. Lord, I thank you tomorrow. Thank him a little bit more. And next week, thank him a little bit more. You read one verse next week, try to pick up a second. Yes. There's going to be days you can read more. There's going to be days you can pray more. Yes. And there's going to be days that you can't. But all you got to do is keep your mind on the Lord. Try to keep your mind on Him. And just make an attempt. Yes. And he will bless you. That is right. And you'll be able to be a raven. You'll be able to be reliable. Yes. You'll be able to be a resource. That's a you'll fact. You'll be able to contribute. Amen. Not everybody's Elijah and Elisha. Amen. I've struggled personally, being honest, watching other preachers and other people in their service for the Lord. Yep. 
I am not called to be Brother Shelby Hampton. No, sir. I understood that as a preacher, and when I started preaching, I never tried to emulate anybody's specific preaching style no, that sir. I did in my life. And I understand we're supposed to mark people and that they're an example. There's a pattern. But God called you to be you. Yep. He didn't call multiple Elijahs because he didn't need multiple Elijahs. He needs multiple ravens. Tell it, preacher. He's going to take the trash out. He needs people that's going to put some money in the future. Good preacher. I'm thankful for my position. I'm thankful I got a job that I can just go and I can get a little bit of check and I come in here and drop my percentage in and I get to go home and I'm going to get to spend time with my wife and I'm going to get to spend time with my kids. Yep. Uh, this yep. out laboring and he's burdened. I ain't going to worry about that. So I thank God that he's put me in the position. I thank God when I take the trash out. I thank God to shovel some mulch. I don't want to be above anything. I just want to be a raven. Yes. I'm not serving. I, I'm, not serving hey, man. I'm not serving our church. That's I'm good, boy. God. Glory to God. I'm serving Hallelujah. God. I'm serving the one that died for me. Hallelujah. I'm serving the one that yeah, me. Bless I'm serving the one that's going to take me to heaven, quicken in my spirit, and make me fashion like a man. It's not about serving a man. You no, sir. On Josh Griffith, your service is in bad shape. You're in bad shape. That's right. And he'll tell you that. Some people's personalities ain't going to job with him. Nope. Some people's not going to like him. Nope. And if you're sitting here all the time looking at him as Josh Griffith, the man, you ain't getting nothing done. Nope. You ain't being a raven. You're not being a resource. You're I not have being let you down. You have got to understand we are not serving a man. No. We are serving God. And we are to serve him in the position that he has called us to be in. And we are to be thankful for that. Amen. And be faithful to it. Amen. Number two. How to be a raven. Here's the first loved one. You must be willing to listen to God to fulfill a purpose. Yes, sir. You know the raven had to be willing to listen? Yeah. Verse 4 says, I commanded the ravens yes, to feed thee there. One thing that changed my Christian walk significantly is when I started listening for the voice of God. Yes. Yeah. Hebrews 3 and 7, wherefore, as the Holy Ghost saith. Yep, yep, yep. Today, if you will hear his voice. Yep. You want to be a raven? You want to fulfill your purpose? First thing you got to do is be willing to listen to God. Yep. Amen. I fight this in my flesh because I'm afraid I ain't going to like the answer he gives me sometimes. Yeah. Yep. Sometimes I don't want to pray about things because I'm afraid he's going to tell me no. Yeah, hey, man. Me too. Just being honest with you. Me too. It's hard to fight in my flesh. Maybe I, won't. Maybe I want a job that pays more. Yeah. Maybe I want to live in a different location. Yeah. And I'm sitting there saying, Lord, I don't want to pray about this. I know you got the best interest in mind, but right now, even though I'm going to ignore everything you've done for me in the past year, I'm going to refuse to pray to you mm. and try to not listen to your voice. Well, you want to be a raven, you want to be a resource, you want to be reliable, you want to take hold of your redemption and be honorable to God. Yeah. First thing you got to do is listen to his voice. Hey, Amen. Oh, you ought not go there. Yep, yep, yep. You ought not say that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we should apologize to them. Yep. Yep. We we'll spend a little bit more money in the offering Yep. Mm -hmm. We we'll spend a little bit more time at the church. Yep. Uh, why don't you go by the church while nobody's there and go pray for your brethren? Yeah. Go pray for your pastor. Yep. Got to be willing to listen to him. Yeah, man. First part of listening to him, though, to be able to hear the voice of God, I'll tell you this with confidence, until he came by my way in February of last year and come up to me and snapped his fingers and said, this ain't you. I didn't call you to be like this. Right. The sin in my life hindered me from being able to listen to Absolutely. God. Absolutely. First thing you got to do if you want to be a raven, how to be a raven, you got to be willing to listen to fulfill a purpose. 
you got to start cleaning some things up in your life. Right. Now, if you're not saved, we're not saying there's anything you got to do because, again, salvation's God coming after man. Right. The only way you're getting cleaned up when you're not saved is by accepting the Lord Jesus Christ under right. Holy Ghost conviction. Right. Sure. Right. Whenever you're called and you've been drawn. Sure. No man cometh to the Father but by me. That's right. Okay. But now as far as our day-to-day -day walk, our sanctification, Brother Bob, is trying to get more progressive and trying to get cleaner, trying to be the golden vessel. I preached about this September of last year yeah. about separation of vessels. we got gold and silver, right. not earth and wood. And I want to be a golden vessel. Right. I want my family to be right. golden vessels. Right. And you know what's going to happen? The golden vessels are going to be more apt to understand what the Lord's saying. They're going to be more sensitive to the Holy Spirit's voice because they're trying to walk with Him. They're trying to be reliable with Him. They're trying to be a resource for Him. Because right. again, it ain't about the man of God. It ain't about still water baptist church it's about service unto the lord as a thanks for what we are called to do and as being sons yes sir being heirs and joint heirs right lord i thank you for my salvation yeah i'll take trash out yep 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 okay let's clean our lives up let's not go there let's not do this let's not say those things let's get close to you lord yep fighting through your flesh getting in prayer getting the word of god is a real good start yes sir that's a really good start Sure. Trying to clean your life up, get the sin out of your life, is a good way to start listening to what the voice of God is trying to tell you. Amen. Number two, how to be a raven. You must be willing to labor for God to fulfill a promise. The raven had to be willing to labor, and it's verse 6. They brought him bread and flesh in the morning, bread and uh, uh, flesh in the evening. Colossians 1.29, whereunto I also labor, striving according to his working, mm -hmm. which worketh in me mightily. The raven may be laboring for the man of God. Again, I'm being a dead horse, but in reality, he is laboring for God. Right. It's not the man of God that we're laboring for. Right. It is not for Josh Griffith nope. to come to Sunday school every morning at 10 a.m. No, it is for God. It is our reasonable service for our Lord and Savior, the creator of the universe, who took the time to die for your sins, who took the time to become your sins, yep. to overcome death, hell, and the grave, and be able to wash you so that way you may live eternity in heaven and in comfort instead of a devil's hell in torment. That's right. It's our reasonable service. Sure. you got to understand, the Lord had promised Elijah, I'm going to feed you. But the ravens had to be willing to labor for God to fulfill the promise to the man of God. It don't matter if the Lord has promised our pastor, oh, I'm going to give you property behind the church. Yep. If all of a sudden the ravens quit. Mm -hmm. If all of a sudden the ravens don't want to be faithful. Yeah. If all of a sudden the ravens don't care enough to be reliable, they don't care enough to be a resource, there's no promise being fulfilled. That's right. Elijah ain't going to get nothing done. Nope. Because Elijah's going to die. Yep. And we'll get to that in a minute. As far as the ministry goes. But you have to understand the importance of what you're doing. Again, you're not laboring for Josh Griffith. You're laboring for God. Right. And there's importance of everything that goes on. Whether it be cleaning out the stinking vacuum cleaner or taking the trash out. Yep. It's needed. Amen. I hope I'm not coming off the ministry. No, sir. Because it's not. My heart is in this place. And my heart is for you people. Absolutely. I need this church to continue. Right. I would not be where I'm at in my life had it not been for Stillwater Baptist Church. Yes. Sir. And some of you had an impact in that, not even knowing you had an impact of that. Right. Just by sitting on the front pew, Brother Bob. 
Yep. You don't know what it's going to do to somebody just because they're seeing Brother Bob sitting his pew faithfully, being reliable, being a resource, dropping his money in the offering plate, service after service after service. Yep. The impact that it had on me, everybody played a part. It wasn't just the pastor. No, sir. God will give the increase, but there's others that has to plant and water. It ain't only on him. And right. there's many of you that has had an impact on my life to get me to where I'm at right now through the service, through being a raven, following after the man of God's lead who is following God's lead so I can have a work done in my life. Amen. I, I have to have this church. Yes. I'm not, I don't want, I'm not, I'm, I'm sorry if I'm coming off as being mean spirit, and I'm not trying to be. I'm trying to be stern, but I'm trying to give it to you in love. I'm trying to give you truth, but I'm trying to give you love. I need this place to continue. Yep. Ashley needs this place to continue. Sure. Riley, Brody, and Huntley needs this place to continue. We cannot afford to lose Stillwater Baptist Church. We can come in here service after service. The Lord is faithful to show up in spite of who we are. We all joke about being the Goodwill Baptist Church, about being a bunch of window lickers. But the things about it is, is God takes the base things in this world. He yep. takes the foolish things in this world. And because That's we come in here and we get faithful to Him, we try to be reliable, we try to be a resource, He can show up, sir service after service and he can help our families. He can help those that are saved but their wayward come back. He can call those into repentance. Those that have not been saved before, he can save them. He has done a work in all of your all's lives or you wouldn't be here but what does it mean to you? What kind of thanks are you giving to God? Are you being reliable? Are you being a resource? Are you trying to be a raven? Are you snubbing your nose looking at the pastor saying, man I wish I drove a truck like that. And you ain't having to carry his burden. You ain't having to worry about what's going on at home. You ain't having to watch his why I try to get everything done while he's up studying and laboring and praying and crying for you in the evenings. Yep. Amen. I just want to be a raven. And I pray that. I said, Lord, if you need me, whatever it be. I've had comments made that I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to practice with everyone. So if I can get another baby. Or get me another baby. Another baby. I had comments made that I'm trying to get more preaching time. You know what the truth behind it is? <laughs> trying to help his wife. Sure. Yeah. yeah. You know what my prayer is for Ashley and the kids? Help that one. Yes, sir. Help that one. Everly, Emma, wherever she's at. Madison, our pastor. How? Don't matter. Yes, sir. Need a gallon of milk? Yeah, we'll go get it for you. Yeah. Need his babysit? Yeah, we'll do that for you. Need to go help you on the church, man? Yeah, we'll do it for you. Because I know the importance in my home, in my heart, your home, your home, and theirs. Whatever it takes. The raven's got to have that mindset. Yeah. Elijah's ministry, when he's out doing these miracles, the raven's got to have that mindset. How am I going to keep this going? It ain't about me. Mm-mm. I ain't trying to get nothing out of this. No. God be glorified. Amen. I want him to have a clear heart and mind when he comes in here and preaches. I don't want any extra stress. He's having full of babies and she's yelling at him because he's not taking care. I don't want none of that. Yep. I want his mind and his ministry 100%. 100% effort. 100% of the time. And if that means doing these little odds and ends here, I'll praise God for it and I'll thank you. Amen. Because guess what? I'm not relying on somebody else to do the same thing for me. Right. While I'm out struggling. Right. I got to worry about it. Yep. I get to go home and spend time with my family. Yep. I don't have to worry about coming in here and preaching to you three times a week. Yep. I don't have to worry about you going stupid and trying to worry about what you're doing. Huh? Yes, I don't sir. worry about all that. I'll be thankful to take some trash out. I'll be thankful to babysit. Mm-hmm. However, and I told him that yesterday, I said, however, me and my crew 
Amen. That's all I want for me and my family is to be ravens. Number three on how to be a raven, you must be willing to be low for God sure. to fulfill a position. The raven has to be willing to be low. And we look at that throughout the whole text. John 3 and 30, he must increase, but I must decrease. Right. It's not about you. It's not about our pastor. Nope. It's about God. Right. Hebrews 13 5, we quote this all the time. Let your conversation be without covetousness. Mm -hmm. Be content with such things as you have. For he said, I'll never leave thee nor forsake thee. That's right. Everyone wants to be Elijah. Everyone wants to be Elijah. Elisha, but the raven is just as important. Sure. Your position here is just as he important. He dies without them. Just because you're not preaching three times a week don't mean you're not needed. Nope. You are missed. That's you right. You're grieving the church. When you don't show up for Sunday school, yep. and you don't put money in the offering plate, and you're not here on Sunday morning, Sunday night, or Wednesday, you are grieving your brothers. You are grieving yep. the church. You are grieving God. It is not His will to save you for you to stay at home. He is Man. trying to help you. You realize the messages that we get from the Holy Ghost is for you all. Now we get help from it and we have to live it. But he has given him messages. We witnessed it today. You think he got a message on hell for himself? No. The Lord knows that there was a teenager that needed to hear the gospel preached. That needed to hear the death, the burial, and the resurrection. That needed some hearing some uh, preaching on hell so that way she could get gloriously saved. Right. What happens all of a sudden? Ashley decides I'm not coming. Brother Bob and Regina says, well, we'll skip a few services. Yep. Riley never gets right. Riley never comes up here and humbles herself. That's Her right. never comes in here and gets saved. And Amen. then there's blood on our hands. Yes. We wouldn't do our reasonable service unto the Lord. Amen. You have to be mindful of those things. You have to stay humble and understand that they, these are honorable things. Taking out trash is an honorable position. Vacuuming is honorable. Teaching Sunday school, Miss Geneva, is honorable. I don't care if you've got one kid in there. That's right. Because you're working into the Lord. You're sowing into that child. You're planting and watering. God will give the increase. Number three, quickly, how to maintain flight. Number one, as, as a raven, once you get up off the ground, how to maintain flight. Number one, you got to keep your eyes on the mission. Yeah. You got to keep your eyes on the ministry. You got to keep your eyes on the Messiah. Second mm. Corinthians 4 and 1, therefore, seeing we have this ministry, right. as we have received mercy, we faint not. That's exactly right. Yeah. you got to keep your focus right. Yes. Number two on how to maintain flight, keep your eyes on the inward man or the Messiah. Second Corinthians 4, 16, for which cause we faint not. But though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by That's day. That's exactly right. Number three, got to keep your eyes on the medal or the reward. Sure. Again, the Messiah. Galatians 6 and 9, let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we, if faint, we not. faint not. If. We cannot faint. We've got to keep our eyes on the mission. If. We've we got to keep not. our eyes on the mission. If if we faint not, we've got to continue on again. It's not about Him. It's about God. It is our reasonable service and to our Savior that we continue on. Just like He said, God will bless, but He's going to require us to do something. He's not going to let this church die out, right? He's not going to bring us this far and drop us. If we faint not, if right. we continue on, if we will be reliable, if we will be a resource, if we'll continue our reasonable service, all these things will come That's to pass. That's right. If we faint not. we got a job to do. I know it's exhausting at times. Sure. Mentally, for me, I struggle bad. The thoughts and the battles of things. I know the pastor's saying, he's like, I'm sure some of you this week had suicidal ideations. Yeah. Can't tell the world that because they'll lock me up. 
Yep. Yep. Can't tell the world the thoughts that I'm having trying to pull me out, trying to pull me away from me. All your preachers are liars. Yes, sir. All the Lord never told you to do this. Yes. The Lord never told you to do that. It's exhausting. But you know what we got to do as hard as it is? Lord help. Amen. Amen. Here's my daily verse. Preacher, here's my, it ain't much, here's my $10. Here's my 10%, whatever I can give. Yes. Here's, I'm taking the trash out. Thank you, Lord, for letting me take the trash out. Yes. Thank you, Lord, for letting me shovel this mulch. Yes. Thank you, Lord, for the culvert that got clogged up for the rainwater to wash it out. Yes. So that I can come down here and labor for you, not my people, not my That's right. Not my pastor. I'm thankful for my pastor. Right. I don't do it for him. Nope. Right. I don't read my Bible for him. You can't. It won't get you nowhere. Right. If you come in here for him, you ain't gonna make you're it. You're gonna be let down. You ain't gonna make it long. You ain't gonna make it long at all. Nope. You read your Bible because preacher tells you to read your Bible. And not because you desire and hunger for it. You can read your Bible long. No, sir. Right. You go pray because your preacher's asking who to pray every day. Oh, man, I wish I could raise my hand. He ain't gonna get you far. Nope. For too long. You know why I pray? I need the Lord. Yes. I need help. I've got a, I'm gonna have a family. They need help. Right. They need the Lord. You know why I read? I'm trying to redo my mind. I'm trying to keep from fainting. Because I need Stillwater Baptist Church to continue. I need my Elijah to continue in his service. I need this church and these families that are here, each and every one of you, that he is sowing into and investing in, that the Lord is using him to do a work in our lives. I need each and every one of you. What's, it's got to be a charge. we got to wake up and realize what do we want and why do we want it. What are our priorities? Tell it. Or what I like what preacher told me, what's the intent of your heart? What's your motives of your heart for why you're doing it? If you start examining every move that you make when it comes to reading and praying and serving the Lord and you examine the true motive why in your are heart you doing why it? you're doing it, yep. it'll change your life. Yeah, it'll man. change your walk with the Lord. It has changed mine significantly. You know what happens at times? I've looked at other men and be like, man, I need to pray like Brother Shelby. Mm. I quit praying. Yep. I need to read like Brother Chris does. Articulate messages like he does. No. Nope. Won't go very far. Right. Nope. You gotta have pure motives and intents. That's exactly heart. right. And it's gotta be for the Lord. Yep. Right. You gotta be low. Yep. You gotta be willing to listen. Yes. You gotta labor for him. Yes. You gotta be reliable. You gotta be a resource. Embrace your redemption. So what? You messed up. He's giving you a second chance. You wouldn't be here. Right. That's right. Most of us are on, are on our 14th, 15th chance. Oh, yeah. Yes. What are you gonna do with it? Yes, sir. What are you gonna do with it? The last, and then I'll close. Number four, halting is not an option. Mm. You know when to be a raven? Always. Yeah. Continual. Tell it. You know what happens? Number one, if you halt, the ministry dies. Yeah. I know that a lot of times we talk about the the a ministry, you having a ministry being outside the local church and working in the field, but you have to realize oh, you've got yeah. a ministry taking trash out. That's exactly you've got right. Ministry being faithful that is you. ministry. You know what happens whenever you stop being a raven and you halt? Your ministry dies. Yep. There is no mention if the ravens all of a sudden say, you know what, I'm tired of this. I wanted to be Elijah. I wanted this life. I wanted to be the one to do the miracles. You know what happens? The raven's ministry dies. Yep. There is no more There's no more ministry for that raven. There's no more honor to God. There's right. no more redemption. None of that happens. Yeah. None of that comes to fruition. No, sir. None of it. That's right. Number two. Under point four, the man of God's ministry is delayed. Mm -hmm. now, I have an understanding. I've got faith in God that if he's made a promise to Elijah, 
that he's going to do a work through Elijah. Sure. But you know what happens if all of a sudden all the ravens quit? Mm -hmm. It's going to significantly delay what Elijah was trying <laughs> you to got that right. God. You know what happens if all of a sudden that we go stupid and quit? It's going to significantly delay what he is trying to do. It's going to significantly delay what God is trying to do through him for your home, yep. for his ministry, yep. for all of our ministries, everything that we're trying to accomplish yep. as the visible body of Christ. Those of us who are fitly joined together in the invisible body, it will significantly delay his ministry. Yes, sir. And I hit on this a little bit ago. Number three under that, halting is not an option. It's because the multitude is down. Just like I said there a while ago with Riley. What happens if Riley don't get right because one of the ravens quit? Yep. You've got a multitude out there outside these walls that are down. Yes, sir. Because they never get to see the work of our Elijah. That God's doing through him. Right. Don't mistake me. I'm not letting him. Oh, yeah, I know. It's about God. It's not about him. I know. But this is who the Lord's using. Right. What happens if our ministry dies? His ministry is delayed. Mm -hmm. We have a multitude out there of family and friends and loved ones that are damned. They're going to hell, Brother Bob. They sure. never got to hear the gospel. They never right. got to see Brother Bob faithful to a cue. They never got to see Miss Geneva being reliable. And being a resource for a Sunday school class. Amen. There was never a little child that was in her class to plant and sow into. Right. So that way God could come give an increase down the road somewhere. Right. You have to understand the significance and the importance of, of your role and your calling to be here. You're not here for, for, for no reason. No, sir. Each and every one of us, we've talked about it with Jazz, we've talked about it with Autumn, me, myself. There is a reason the Lord's put you here. You're not here for no reason. That's exactly right. You may feel that nobody loves you, nobody cares about you, or they don't understand you, or they don't need me, all I'm doing is this, I'm just floating around. You don't understand. You're not doing it for them, you're doing it for God. That's what He saved you out of. You Amen. have an understanding of what the Lord has done for you in your life, and you got to be faithful, and it's our reasonable service unto God to continue on this, and we have to understand the significance of all this, of the people, the souls, the lives, just like that little girl this morning that might have went to hell. Yep. Had it not been for somebody being faithful. Right. We've seen it right here. Right. What happens if you don't come back? Right. What happens if that little girl don't get brought back in here? Right. Done telling. There's a multitude that will be damned if we do not Done understand telling. what our service is for the Lord and to continue on for Stillwater Baptist Church. So I'm going to close. And I want to ask you, where, what do you want? Where do you stand? What's your goals? What's your mindset? I mean, what what is your thought process on Sunday morning when it comes time to go to Sunday school? Yes. What's your thought process for Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night? Offering plate goes around, trash needs took up, styrofoam needs vacuumed up, vacuum cleaner needs cleaned out. What is your mindset? What is your motive? What do you want to be? Who are you doing it for? Boy, that's good. I want to be a raven. Man. I want to be a raven to help the man of God. But I want to be a raven for God. It's my reasonable service. And it's what He has called me to be. Oh, that's good. And what He has called me to do. Amen. And I charge you to evaluate that tonight. And ask yourself that same thing. Ask yourself that in the morning. Ask yourself that Wednesday whenever it rolls around. What are you going to do? You come to church? You're going to do your part? You're going to help clean, help pick up whatever it is the Lord's called you to do? It's important to understand. You may not be Elijah and Elisha. There's a lot more ravens needed than there is Elijah's and Elisha's. Right. Be thankful that you're not Elijah and Elisha. 
be grateful because you're not having to carry that burden. You're getting to go home. You're spending time with your family. We've got it easy. It's the best thing. It's the least we can do. Let's thank the Lord and do what we do the best of our abilities. Yes, sir. Amen. Right, Chris, go on. Yeah.